The COVID-19 pandemic showed us just how vulnerable supply chains are. Today, we face many threats, shipping delays, a lack of workers, failing infrastructure, transportation rates that are out of control, cybersecurity threats, and of course, a worldwide pandemic that is still very much with us. But with each of these threats comes opportunities. Welcome to this limited podcast series from CSEMP's Supply Chain Quarterly, the top 10 supply chain threats. This podcast is sponsored by Ryder, the only fully integrated logistics and transportation provider in the industry. Ryder solutions cover the entire supply chain, including warehousing, transportation logistics, e-commerce fulfillment, and last mile. Discover how Ryder can make you ever better at Ryder.com. Today, we focus on supply and component shortages. Here is your moderator for this segment, Supply Chain Quarterly's Executive Editor, Susan Lacefield. Hello, and thank you for joining us to the latest episode of 10 Threats to Supply Chains. Um, today, we are speaking on the subject of supply and component shortages, which we are seeing in everything from semiconductors to paper to youth soccer shin guards. And today, we are speaking with David Schillingford, who is the Chief Strategy Officer at Everstream Analytics. David, do you want to explain briefly for our listeners who are not familiar with Everstream what you guys do? Uh, sure. Yeah, happy to. Great to be here. Um, Everstream Analytics uh, helps companies get visibility to risk uh, across their end-to-end supply chain so that they can plan and execute uh, ahead of and around risk. And one of the big risks we are seeing right now are supply shortages. Um, what are some of the biggest supply and component shortages that are out there right now or looming on the horizon that our listeners need to be aware yeah, of? Well, it's, it's, I mean, it's across the board because uh, a lot of the shortages uh, relate to raw materials and, and inputs higher up in people's supply chain. So that tends to have an impact on a much wider group of commodities and, and companies uh, where we're seeing disruptions that are more at the component level, uh, chips, semiconductor chips being the obvious example, that's having a bigger impact on, on downstream manufacturing and ultimately availability for, for consumers. So it, everything's impacted, but uh, certainly anything with a chip in it at the moment is, uh, is a big challenge. Great. Um, so do all these supply shortages have the same root causes? Is it all connected to the pandemic or are there other factors here at play? So they, they are all certainly connected to the pandemic, but there are also other factors at play in, in every case. Uh, and how the pandemic impacts uh, a particular part of somebody's supply chain and what other factors are in play is, is going to vary a little bit from industry to industry and, and geography to geography. That makes a lot of sense. Um, are these supply chain shortages that we are seeing, is this a temporary phenomenon or are we are in for the long haul here? Well, it's it, it's a bit of both. Uh, there are certainly some things that we see getting better in, in the near term, mm-hmm. but there are other things. Logistics capacity is, uh, is a big debate at the moment as to how that imbalance between supply and demand is or isn't going to get better in, in the near term. And because of uh, the number of different parts of the logistics supply chain that are impacted, that is likely to, to go on into 2022, p- 
potentially through 2022, anything that is impacted by the pandemic is going to continue at least through 2022. Uh, it should, in, in most cases, get better, but the pandemic will certainly be still with us in, in certain uh, respects. And even if the pandemic is, uh, is well under control, it, it, it can take a fairly small outbreak, as we saw at the ports in China, yeah. to have a very big impact on supply chains. A very, very small number of people were infected. Entire port is closed mm -hmm. down, third largest in the world. That's a big supply chain disruption, and we'll continue seeing that. It was like the butterfly effect exactly, like, yeah. demonstrated right. live. Um, what are some actions that companies can do? Is there any? Do you just have to ride it out, or or can you make changes to well, better well, handle it? I mean, there's certainly an element of riding it out because there are some things that um, have have happened, and it, it's difficult to change. It takes time to change things like building up chip manufacturing capacity. That that takes time. Well, there are tons of things that companies can do, and most of them relate to understanding where they can take action. It's very important to, to work out where action can be taken and where action isn't going to have a big impact on, on the outcome. And, and that really has to start with, with data. Mm. And that really falls into, into two categories. One is data about your supply chain or your extended supply chain. What is where? Mm -hmm. what, what is the situation? And the other side of it is is looking at risk and how risk is today and how risk is changing over time. And it's bringing those two sets of data together mm -hmm. that companies who've been doing that for years have, have clearly had a competitive advantage uh, in, in the last 18 months. Mm -hmm. And almost all companies we speak to now are working out how can they do that? How can they get visibility to their end-to-end their -end supply chain, specific assets within it? shipments moving through it and and what what risks are there now and in a week and in a month and in a year or, or even five years a lot of companies are now very concerned about the impact that the climate and the the yes. change in climate is going to have uh, on, on their supply chains and it's certainly happening today and is going to get worse over time right and I think one of the things about climate and affecting supply is it's shifting where these weather events are happening, so it can be you can get a weather event affecting your supply chain at a spot that you were not seeing it previously. Or yeah, exa exactly. The the volatility we're seeing around climate and, and in turn weather is creating challenges with those types of anomalies, and some of them are we've never seen this here before. In other cases, we've seen it here before, but it's just much more extreme. extreme yeah, and. There's a, there's, there can be a tipping point with, with certain risks where something that's bad is survivable, whereas something that gets over a certain point, um, and, and heat is a very good example, whether it's refrigerating a warehouse or a truck or the safety of a, of a workforce or water availability, if, if heat is getting, the planet is getting hotter and hotter, that's, that's an existential threat for a lot of, a lot of supply chains. Well, David, thank you for meeting with us today. This has been a great discussion, uh, and I hope we meet with you again soon. Very good. Thank right, you very much, you. Susan. It's great. Thank you for joining us for this podcast from CSCMP's Supply Chain Quarterly, the Top 10 Supply Chain Threats. We encourage you to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.